Welcome to Massive Damage Adventures, a one-shot, actual-play, role-playing game podcast. My name is Merrick Moyer. I'm the Dungeon Master, Storyteller, Lore Master, and All-Around Host. Every month, I run a one-shot using a different system, pulling in a different cast of players. All intellectual properties, including game materials, setting material, music, and whatever else, are used without permission. None of them are ours. We're just using them to enhance our gameplay. But an extra special thank you to Hayden Lister for letting us use his song Rediscovery as our intro. Check out more of his music at ReverbNation.com slash Hayden Lister. H-A-Y-D-E-N-L-I-S-T-E-R. Also, please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at Skyhammer Press. If you want to run your own games and need a few ideas, check out our social media Roll D4 Adventure prompts. And if you pledge a dollar a month at patreon.com slash skyhammerpress, you get four full adventure seeds on every Roll D4 adventure. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Oh, welcome to Star Trek Adventures Shadows and Starlight, our third episode. Woo! We did it, it, everybody. Well done. Uh, We are Massive Damage Adventures, usually a... Uh, one-shot actual play podcast, now a Twitch stream. Uh, I am Merrick Moyer, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be the GM, as well as, always, Captain Fenn of the USS Artemis. But as I say that, I realize he's not really featured in this episode, as set up, so I will just be the world. Um, We'll go around the table and have everybody introduce themselves and their characters, starting with Sierra. Hello, I'm Sierra Winston. My pronouns are she, they. I am playing uh, Chief Engineering Officer Agala Nobok. I... She's, she's Klingon. <laughs> she's got feelings about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Klingons have passion. Alright, uh, ne- next up, the birthday boy. Hi, uh, I'm David Hughes. Uh, he, him. Uh, tonight I'll be playing the character of Davor Chumak, uh, an Andorian fella. He is Lieutenant Commander, in fact, and Chief of Security. Uh, and he has uh, an Ushan Four or Ushan Tor, which is really cool. You got a fancy knife. Yeah, and Merrick is my world. Oh, <laughs> not just tonight. That's so sweet. Aww. That's so back off. <laughs> and now on to my lovely wife, who I love very much. <laughs> yikes. Hard yikes. Awkward. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen. I am she, her, and I am playing a Joya Nonat. Nonat? Nonat? I just chose the name. I don't know how to say it. Um, and... I'm playing, she is a Betazoid, 
uh, half security officer, half works at a bar, and I'm really distracted because there's a crying baby, so keep going. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Alex. Uh, hi, I am Alex. Uh, she, they. I am playing Lieutenant Misra Bars tonight, a Trill, the chief medical officer on the ship. Um, <clears throat> spunky little redhead who's not going to fight you. Okay. Um, I'm Shreya Krubosh. Uh, she, her. I am playing uh, Lieutenant uh, Junior Grade right? <laughs> Tana yes. Sewell. Um, I am a Bajoran uh, scientist, so I'm a science officer. Yeah. Alright, and uh, we'll do a couple of announcements. Um, first, we are, uh, the podcast is going to be lucky enough to be interviewing Jim Johnson, the project manager for Star Trek Adventures, uh, and that episode will come out later, but you... You, list, you watching live and you people watching the VOD and you people playing the game can contribute to that interview by uh, filling out a quick survey and letting us know which Star Trek um, live action characters you think would be the best game masters. So if you go to bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y slash 3L1V9Q0, you can... Uh, do this little quiz and have a little fun and uh, then listen to the podcast and see where it went we're going to do a bracket and Jim and I are going to figure out the top GM um, that bit.ly link will be all over the stream throughout so if you didn't catch it that first time it's like you know visible now and then it'll be on the break etc um, this this stream sponsored by Roll20 thank you Roll20 we love you so much um, you sponsored us for almost a year now um Cool things about Roll20, uh, they just updated their dynamic lighting, so it's a little bit smoother and a little bit cooler. Um, and oh, <laughs> and uh, if you didn't hear last week, they are permanently discounting, like lowering the price on a whole bunch of D&D modules and so on. Uh, those prices come into effect next week on like August 2nd or something, so check back for those. Um, something super cool. Uh, this week, episode three, we are doing amazing giveaways. Um, so we are going to be doing three prize packages. Every prize package has a $10 gift card from Modifius Entertainment. Uh, thank you, Modifius. You're amazing. Um, our first big one is going to be a, uh, uh, a donation from Monty Cook Games of The Darkest House, a horror... Uh, drop-in campaign haunted house deal that they kickstarted earlier this year. Everybody should want this. It's super cool, and you're gonna get to see a little bit of it tonight. Um, second pack will have a $25 gift card to Monty Cook Games, uh, so make sure to check out that and, you know, their web store and all sorts of cool things. Um, one thing to mention about Monty Cook Games right now, they are currently running a Kickstarter called The Devil Made Us Do It, about time-traveling uh, thieves who go on heists and change the world with their words. Um, they are heading into a new stretch goal right now for a game called Devil's Dandy Dogs, which is... Uh, <laughs> you play hellhounds gathering souls for the devil, as designed by Shauna Germain. So that's going to be on the Kickstarter soon. 
clarification, you can't use this gift card for the Kickstarter, but you can use it for shipping when the Kickstarter ships. Um, and then, last but not least, our third prize pack will have one month of pro membership to Roll20. So that'll get you the dynamic lighting that we were just talking about. Uh, so, three giveaways, three awesome prizes, uh, plus... $10 each time to Modiphius Entertainment, which you can use for Dune or their upcoming Homeworld Revelations pre-order. Lots of very interesting things. Those are the announcements, so uh, let's go to the video. Enjoy. And welcome back. Um, it, was, it was mentioned that I should put the bit.ly in the chat, so I'm going to do that real quick. There we go, bit.ly in the chat. I don't know if I have something set up for that. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I have the, you know, all the all the little things like, like this. Got some fancy buttons. Press that thing, the fancy button, and the thing goes, and it says, Oh, oh. the house invites you in. Oh, it likes us now. That creeps me out. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I should probably log into Twitch so I can see what's oh, happening. Yeah. It did hate <laughs> us before. But now it's like, oh, come on in, bro. Like, mm. <laughs> really, Seems it's all water under the bridge. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, uh, before we get started, for the players, reminder that this episode is a horror game. We're using the Darkest House. So, uh, reminder that Roll20 now has the built-in deck for safety tools. And if we get into some content that you don't like, use your X card and we will reframe and reposition and redo the scene. That is uh, what safety tools are for and how we make a fun game for all of us. Thank you. Oh, okay. So, let's... The dog also appreciates the safety toys. The tools. dog appreciates tools. the tools. Our dog's safety toys. <laughs> Okay. So let's just move this a little bit right there, and we'll say Seven Forward is a comfortable lounge and a bar style mess hall on the seventh deck of the USS Artemis. Pretty quiet right now, with just a few off duty officers and crew enjoying their time. Where. Where are you all? You're all here. In seven forward, what are you doing? What are your characters up to? I am absolutely sitting at the bar, drinking and chatting with Joya. Yes! Oh, that's awesome. Um, I'm going to learn your name. Oh, give me a second. Achala. Achala. Yeah, goes. Harji Agala. Agala. Oh, okay. Less with the... Got it. Um, so I am trying to experiment with new um, Klingon drinks, but I've only ever read about them. So I'm asking Agala, like, did I crush these worms enough? Is it, like, does it have enough smoky burn? It is, it's very good. Yeah. It's the perfect amount of wiggling. Yes! I was going for that gelatinous look. 
Excellent. Uh, where are other people? Uh, Misra would be over kind of watching the stars and kind of going over some charts. Drink on the table. Uh, Dave Orr is also uh, sitting at the bar, getting Joye to uh, pour him some mocktails because he always needs to be, uh, you know, uh, of a clear mind, being the chief of security. And he's also a little curious as to, uh, you know, how Joye is balancing being a security officer and a bartender. <laughs> the captain said I could. Uh, who am I to argue with the captain? Just your other boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I feel tiny bit micromanaged. I'm like looking <laughs> over at you being like, it's good. I'm good. Is he still I, looking? I, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just, I'm just letting you know my internal monologue is I don't understand how she <laughs> has the energy to do both jobs. They both seem very important and very mentally taxing. Ah. Uh, Oh, you might not have heard this, but I only do them both part-time. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that explains something. <laughs> um, Tana is uh, at the bar as well. Um, she's been nursing the same drink for quite a while. Um, she she likes to drink, but not too much because kind of wants to yeah stay alert still, keep her mental capacities about her for science emergencies if those come up um and so she's she's been nursing it but she she's kind of occasionally been glancing over at misra and wondering if if she wants company but is too shy to actually go and ask her <laughs> okay so the evening is going pretty nicely everybody's having their drinks it's a it's a good casual atmosphere um when the doors open and two engineers walk in um, they look exhausted and frustrated uh, one of them takes a seat at the table uh, another one uh, goes directly to the replicator and uh, pretty loudly orders uh, two coffees black, hot and uh, they sit down and begin to sort of talk through uh, some troubles that they're having. Um, Davor, uh, I've spelled your name wrong on the token, haven't I? Nope. Uh, nope. I totally thought that there was an apostrophe in Davor. It's in Chumak. Yeah, it's, it's the last <laughs> name. Right, yeah. Uh, Davor overhears um, one of them say, Damned holodeck. I swear, if we could just get into the systems, we could probably turn it off. And then they're just, like, talking back and forth, and you get the sense that, you know, they haven't been able to solve this technical problem. Okay. I mean, that sounds like an engineering problem. That, uh, And I'm not an engineer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll ask them if they need... Uh... If there's anything, uh, you know, important going on with the holodeck that security should maybe be aware of, and if there's any assistance that we can uh, lend, uh, so we can help them solve this problem. Hmm. 
And so uh, one of them, uh, Jaxa and Joel, will stand up and sort of come over to you. And she she stands kind of behind you and, like, you know, you spin around on your chair and whatnot. So uh, Ag, Allah, Joya, Tana, you're all nearby and you can hear this conversation. Misra, you might if you're paying attention, but, you know, if you're on your charts, it's all right. Um, and Jaxa explains... The uh, you've you may have seen already, but Holodeck Three's um, uh, been out of commission. the The safeties won't turn on, and the haunted house program just won't shut down. Um, we've been uh, going in and kind of looking around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm also distracted. It's so cute. Everybody, pay attention to the kitten for a second. <laughs> he just woke up and now he's like, Mom, love me. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize. Kittens are always a nice treat. Um, and she says, Honestly, uh, some of the subroutines running in the holodeck, they're dangerous. This could be a security issue. Um, we haven't been able to uh, get it to lock down today. Uh, we had to hang up a sign because the doors won't, uh, won't security seal. Wait, wait, what are we talking about here? And Joy's gonna, like, kind of, like, like, lean over the bar really awkwardly to try to join the conversation. Vampires? Zombies? Vampire zombies? Uh, uh, honestly, I haven't gone very far in. The place is creepy. Um, presumably I would know their ranks because I'm their boss. (laughs) Yeah, uh, let me double check that. Um, <laughs> Never mentioned you before in my life. Uh, Jaxa is an ensign, and Enan, the. Uh, so Jaxa is a Bajoran woman, and Enan is a human woman. Uh, Jaxa is an ensign, Enan is a crewman. Ensign Jaxa, why, why wasn't I contacted? Do you, do you need more experienced hands on this? Uh, I would I would very much appreciate somebody with some more expertise on this. The The work order was transferred to our station only last week. Uh, apparently it's been going around the ship, but anytime that I try to follow up with anybody to see what they've tried, I never get a straight answer. Last week? We're uh, we're gonna have a talk about this later. For now, <laughs> we need we need to fix this. And uh, make sure to bring a dermal regenerator or something. Some of the things in there are not safe. But um, at that, I will get up and go tap Misra on the shoulder. Mm, yes. We have a multi-layered problem with a holodeck, and it sounds like we might need your expertise as well as mine. Oh, wonderful. Well, I mean, just uh, put a stop note in this, and uh, I'll go grab my med kit. And... Which holodeck are we meeting at? Three. All right, I will meet you there. And she uh, gathers up her 
um, hollow scream and <laughs> shows her drink quickly and hustles out. Okay. Can, can I be of assistance? Sounds like all hands would be useful. Sounds good. Uh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant Devor. I can't hear you. David. <laughs> Sorry, I realized as I answered that I hadn't unmuted. Uh, it's, it would actually be Lieutenant Chumak. Devor's my first name. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm so glad we have this this kind of relationship. Joy's just a first name kind of gal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. I love that about you. <laughs> I'm wondering if I need to do like a Benazoid read his feelings role, but probably not. Um, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> oh, Lieutenant, so... I know I'm technically not on shift, but it's been so long since I've been able to punch something that didn't have feelings about it. Could I please come to? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to make you uh, try to cover your shift at the bar, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could use the help. Uh, Sega's... Uh, it's you and me. We're the security team right now, as far as I can see. So uh, let's go make sure no one gets hurt down at Holodeck 3. Excellent. Ensign, crewman, uh, please return to engineering and keep an eye on us. You want us to, um, uh, to monitor you as you enter the Holodeck? Yes, please. Uh, yes, Yes, Lieutenant Commander. Take your take your coffee with you. you look, you, it looks like you need it. <laughs> <laughs> and the two of them get up and they'll head down to engineering. Okay, so everybody heads to holodeck three. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. It's gonna take a quick look. You're on deck seven. The holodecks are those are transporters. Where's the holodecks? Holodecks, there you are. They're on deck nine. So you just take a turbo lift down two levels. Um, you come to the holodecks. Uh, there are four in the uh, sort of uh, uh, front portion of the saucer section. There are uh, additional holodecks uh, towards the back and further decks down. Um, but you find uh, holodecks one, two, and four are in use with people who have booked time, and Holodeck 3 just has a sign hung up with, like, some uh, some space tape and, like, quick writing saying, uh, out of order. <laughs> nice. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Can Joya run up to the other doors and just press her ear against them? Just to make sure she doesn't hear any, like, suspicious screaming? Just so we know it's contained to one Holodeck? Sure. Uh, you press your ear against it, and you don't hear anything. The the doors are pretty um, pretty solid, but... That's worried you'd say they're soundproof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's a privacy issue there as well. Oh, that's stellar cartography. I just showed stellar 
cartography by accident. <sighs> Fine. Whatever. It's there now. Look! A haunted house. Where? Uh, oh, did I not move you? Not move you. Right here. These are the holodecks. Oh. Oh. We found it. I was literally looking for a picture of a haunted house. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Um. <laughs> okay. So, you open the doors to Holodeck 3? Yep. Let's do this. Tana is secretly very afraid. <laughs> oh, can I sense that? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think it's a secret for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all afraid. Joy is gonna stand close to uh, Tana then, with with my dual phasers, poise okay. and manners. Poise and manners. So, oh, let me just double check this and let's switch this over to there we go make that nice and pretty and big this looks like the last escape room I went to <laughs> it kind of does <laughs> oh, I want to go to escape room so bad I know I haven't been in like two years right yeah. okay Agala Misra Joya, Tana, Tavor. Okay, so uh, the holodeck doors open, and inside you see a very mundane-looking living room in a house. It appears to be human, probably uh, late 20th, early 21st century. Um, it's dusty, filled with cobwebs. Uh, at least half the furnishings are covered in dusty sheets. The lighting is dim. Um, the walls are made of plaster, uh, windows, closet, and a hallway that, uh, well, a, sort of a single exit that is surprisingly and disconcertingly dark. Like, you can't see the next room or hallway through there. Um, if I, like, point a sensor or something at it, do I get any sort of reading of any sort? Yeah, you kind of um, pull out your tricorder and scan forward, and no. It's, uh... Mm. Nothing there. And we have this lovely thing. Whoop. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh. Is it just a black picture with possibly the outline of the bottom of a dress? It's a uh, furniture covered in yes, drop cloths. I mean, yes, but also ghosts? <laughs> Probably. Um, I will try and get the holodeck to give me access to its controls. 
Right. And so as you turn around, so are you speaking to the to the holodeck or are you like bringing up controls on the on the wall sort of thing? Bringing up the the wall panel. Okay. So you turn towards the wall panel and the doors shut and uh you now just have the door to the house in front of you. You go to uh swipe your hand near the panel and nothing appears. Of course. Why is it always the holodecks? <laughs> Nothing uh, can hurt us in a holodeck, right? Oh no, tons. It could kill you. Computer, are safety uh, protocols on? Um, <laughs> our Alexa is talking to her. Um, <laughs> there's no response. I do believe that I overheard that something about safety protocols not being active. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to touch my comms and see if I can get like a status report from uh, from the outside. Like, I'll just call like a security guy down uh, to Holodeck Three to let me know what's going on. Yep. So you you tap your comm badge and uh, you speak to a security desk person um, who says. Uh, you you need help there, Chief? Uh, yeah, we're just looking for a status report. Uh, we're having some technical problems within Holodeck 3. Can we send someone down there just to uh, let me know what's happening on the outside? Like, can we get in from the outside? We're on it. We'll let you know. Is that a door? Yeah, there's some strange creaks going on in this house. Oh, I, th- I literally thought that was my house. Okay, <laughs> I, I did too, but then I heard it a second time, and I'm like, <laughs> I have a creaky house. Like, this ain't gonna um, scare me. <laughs> let's see. Uh, as you're sort of looking around, uh, Ag Allah notices that there's a tiny. Ooh. Not Ag Allah. That oh. <laughs> oh. All right, back to Ag Allah. Uh, notices that there's a tiny scrap of paper sort of nearby your foot. Well, I will pick that up and read it. You die instantly. It's poison. <laughs> <laughs> You're eaten by a crew. It's a word. So it's a little handwritten note. And if the handwriting is hard to read, you can scroll down. It's, uh, it's typed out. Um, oh, okay, good. No, I'm going to struggle through the writing. Would somebody like to read it out loud for the viewers? Agala? Yeah, since I'm reading it. Uh, hmm, It appears to be a diary entry. February 4th. Marjorie attempted to get me to leave the house today. You've been cooped up in there all winter, she said. I told her I wasn't well and that she should come back another day. I feel fine, of course, but I've no desire to interact with the world today. The girl from the grocery store brings me food and necessities every week. I have no need to walk about in the sun and see the sights. I have all the sights I need here in the house and in my books. Fresh air holds no appeal, particularly in this cold month. Perhaps in spring I'll venture out and make Marjorie happy. Summer at the latest. Uh, The following entry. February 7th. Heard the child's laughter again today. I suspect there must be some little animal in the walls. 
I was um, relating really hard in the first part, and then the second part just took a hard uh, left took. Ryan, it's like February 4th is a mood. <laughs> I feel like I wrote that journal entry. <laughs> until, until the wall children. Uh, no, that's the part I, specifically I meant. Oh, related to me. Oh, Not mm, the cooped up part. I, I've got some concerns, David. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're fine. We, we've worked out a system of communication. It's cool. They res- we respect each other's boundaries. Because it's mainly drywall. Well, that sounds concerning. Who the devil chose this simulation? Uh, Joy's going to start just out of pure shit disturbery, start pulling off the drop cloths. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an awful idea. And there's there's like a of dust that just like fills the air. Um, underneath the uh, the chairs are, you know, like really old, pretty tacky with like the scratchy upholstery. Can we tell like, because that note sounded fairly like there were grocery stores and quotes. Can we tell what kind of time era we're in? Um, pretty, uh, you... You're Betazoid, so you're just thinking, you know, Earth, probably, a um, couple hundred years ago. But what if I decided right the second that Joy is actually a huge horror buff? Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Betazoids don't really do horror things, so she has to take a lot of uh, human content. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, looking at the furnishings and everything around here, you get the sense, like, it looks like the holodeck programs that other humans have made of that period. Cool. Uh, Trisha's going to say, well, sometimes with these programs, the only way to end them is to go through them. I mean, I'm not an engineer, though, so that's... Is, is that might true? Turn it on and off again. <laughs> that's the only way I've ever gone out of these, but I mean... Uh, I don't know that I've heard that. I don't have a lot I, I would know if that's true or not. But, but uh, my character would know. Can we go back to the child in the walls? <laughs> I would you want to go not. back to that. I want to move on from that. These, Just... uh, these windows, can we see through them? Like, what's yeah, outside? So you go up to the windows, you pull back the curtains, and it's just empty blackness. I'm going to try and open the door from the house, the one that replaced our door. Yeah, you grab the handle and just won't open. Yeah, I figured. Can I open a window? Yeah, you try and pull at the window and it seems to be sealed. Can I smash the glass with my Ushan Tor? Absolutely. Let's have our very first roll using the Darkest House system. So, what you want to do is you want to get <laughs> you want to get a two d six that are just regular dice, and then you need a third d six that looks different. This is the house die. 
And Black. So, perfect. Uh, so you're going to roll 2d6, Spooky. and you're going to add your, uh, your character's rating to it. You need to get the difficulty plus 7, so don't worry about that, yada yada. If you succeed and your house die rolls higher than any of your real your your two dice then the mm-hmm. house acts okay <laughs> so i'm adding my <laughs> i don't like this case okay, so i'm adding my overall rating from my darkest house sheet yes that's right okay which should be which should be two and then if you yeah you might have some modifications for stuff like maybe you have breaking things and it's like at a three then you would add that instead could this be survival no unfortunately would not be survival well the field tactics not yet (laughs) this feels like survival (laughs) i'm sure you'll have an opportunity to use survival to Okay, so I rolled the house die rolled a two, and I rolled a five on both of my other die. So five on I add, okay, yeah. yeah so that's so 10. I add those ten and two. Twelve is my score. Well, yeah. yeah. So you uh, beat at the window, and you're unable to break it. They seem uh, completely solid. Part of the holodeck program, I guess. Just not something that you can break. All right. I think, uh, you know, we got to get a programmer here to add, like, a breakable attribute to these windows. Uh, <laughs> At least for the therapeutic effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think I was uh, trying to access the controls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said there's a door? Yeah, so there's a door right here, and you're right at the closet. Oh, I'll open the closet. Sure. Uh, so inside the closet are coats, jackets. Uh, there's a single shelf above. Um, you can see a glove and an umbrella. Uh, on the floor in the closet is a small cardboard box. Um, yeah. What's uh, in the box? Tana, no children in here. <laughs> We're we're clear from children in here, Tana. We're concerned if, like, does the child need help if it's in the walls? I mean, it's made its choices. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I called a child an it. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say we we're, we're really taking this journal entry at face value. Like, there's a possibility that this guy's just hearing things. Also, this is a hologram. None of it's real. We're fine. We're absolutely fine. For now. You really don't need to worry about the consequences of other beings in here except for us, really. Yeah. So I want to know what's inside that box inside the closet, please. Uh, All right. Kind of with you. <laughs> but I'm also afraid. It's probably a way out. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just climbing the box of Looney Tunes style. So you, uh, Joya opens up the box, and inside there's a few dead flies and three very old pieces of mail addressed to somebody named Philip Harlock. Did I open the mail? Mm-hmm. Typically you just commit you a felony, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's already open. It's hollow mail. Uh. A hollow yeah. felony. Look, if, if, if the hollow feds show up, <laughs> I think they can get us out of here. 
that solve a lot of problems. Yeah. So let's just I do more picturing... hollow crime. Yeah. Would you imagine if that was the way to get out? Just commit the film. Be gay and do crimes. I, I was picturing the vegan police from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> oh! Me too. Yeah. Perfect. They'd get us out. Uh, okay, so you open the first piece of mail, and um, uh, the first is an offer from an insurance agent uh, to um, redo the insurance on the house. Okay. Not a, if you spend a whole night in the house, you get it because of some weird... Nope. <laughs> Boring. Right. Next. Next one is actually a postcard. Advertising a sale at a local hardware store. On what? Hammers. Oh, okay. Perfect for bashing heads in. Mm -hmm. We don't really need hammers anymore, though. That's ancient (laughs) technology. Sometimes the old ways are Uh, Next. The last piece of mail. Ooh. I just forgot about something. Let me just... It's never a good sign. It's okay. Um, (laughs) The uh, last piece of mail is an invoice from a mail order bookseller for two books. Um, They were purchased by Philip Harlock, uh, Automatic Writing, and The Bell Signals Night. Those both sound definitely creepy, but like, meh. Writing. Uh, uh, I'd like to ask the computer to do a search for Philip Harlock to see if he's like a, a character or something, or maybe a real person from history. Mm-hmm. So um, the computer responds with um, <laughs> Philip Harlock is long dead. Okay, when did Philip Harlock die? Philip Harlock has not died yet. Okay. When was Philip Harlock born? Philip Harlock was... (laughs) Oh, that was cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool. I feel like we're not going to get any help from the computer in this. Just maybe. Where's the nope button? Lieutenant, <laughs> I'm going down the hall. I'm coming with you. Uh, I am begrudgingly also coming with you. Uh, Nobody goes anywhere alone in this simulation. Yeah, no, let's not split up. Joya is dual phasers out, and she's loving this because, again, it's somewhere she can have fun and Nothing's going to have feelings other than the people who are with her. Glad I've got my punching pants on. <laughs> and all Joya's feeling around her is fear. Fear, 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 fear. Usually, <laughs> I want to know what happened to Joya. Where <laughs> she just wants to uh, punch people <laughs> so much. <laughs> well, she, she doesn't. She doesn't. She uses violence as a last resort in everything else. So she's very excited that nothing is actually real here. Yep, it's the joy of the holodeck, I guess. 
Work out okay. your aggression in healthy ways. So you all move forward carefully together. <laughs> the floor creaks underneath your feet. You step into a hallway that seems to eat at the light you're bringing with you. The light from your tricorders seems dimmer. Uh, you get the sense that the hallway is not very long, but you can't quite see the end of it. Okay. It's totally normal. Everything's fine. Did none of us think to bring a flashlight? <laughs> I mean, I probably have certainly a have like a light function, right? I'm sure. And if the tricorder doesn't, the phaser probably does. <laughs> On its lowest setting, it's just a light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going absolute last because that's always who gets grabbed in a haunted house. Oh, I was going to go absolutely last <laughs> since Joy decided to be the tip of the spear. I figured we could have like a, a oh, yeah. sandwich with security, security bread. Sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, security security sandwich. sandwich. See, that's always a misnomer because the sandwich is what's inside, right? True, a ham true, sandwich true. isn't two slices mm-hmm. of ham with the bread mm-hmm. in the middle. Daver, you're always a great butt. So what you're saying is that it's a medical science engineering sandwich. Correct. Mm, it's like a BLT, but really, really educated. <laughs> <laughs> the MSE. Uh, so Joy, I'd like to call down the hallway. Um... Starfleet here, please announce yourself. Uh, is anybody stuck in here? You hear nothing. Hmm. Probably still shouldn't shoot my phaser down the hall, though. No. <laughs> no. Well, for light, I was thinking to like light things up for a second. How about how about I hold my tricorder? With light going above your shoulder. I'm, yeah. I'll, also, I'm chief engineer. I probably have a flashlight in my pocket. Mm. In your punching pants? Yep. <laughs> Every pants are my punching pants. Because, <laughs> again, Klingon. People annoy me, I punch. So, um... Yeah, we can we can have somebody you know have the the tricorder set up as one of those hand flashlights they have in Star Trek. Yeah, do that, and it it gives out just the tiniest, dullest yellow bit of light. That's not right. That's yeah. That's, that's enough for me to move forward with. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to get to the end of this hallway, wherever it is. So, just keep do, going. Go. Do holodecks usually affect lights like that? Depends on the program. Okay. I'd like to knock on one of the walls. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Sounds like a plaster wall, a wooden wall. Plaster Not a hollow holodeck. Someone who enjoys. I'd like to, I'll just wonder out loud, you know, seeing as these are plaster walls, someone who enjoys punching might be able to get through this plaster wall with a fist, let's say. Define said children. 
Yeah, to let the children out. Save the children with your fists. Uh, do we hear the heartbeat? Did a heartbeat just start? That's your own hearts. Okay. Okay, that's less terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Plus <laughs> oh, no, being terrified. If uh, Ag Allah will go with me, I'll start moving down the hallway. Yep, I am staying right on your butt with the light over. And I go slow. You move forward. You move forward. It's just so dark. There's nothing ahead of you. You look back. It doesn't seem like there's anything behind you. You look forward. You've only moved 20 feet and there's a door ahead of you. (laughs) Oh! That came out of nowhere. Hello, door! Um, I guess we go through the door? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. <laughs> this room. Let's do it this way. Is this way the good way that we don't die? Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Can people so on the stream hear the heartbeat? Because it's very upsetting. They can. <laughs> oh. Oh. Shout out if you hear the horrible heartbeat. <laughs> This room is also very upsetting. Shut up in... if you see the creepiness in the picture. Are we in a creepiness in the cafeteria? Like... <laughs> so, you open the door, and the room beyond is a huge room with wooden flooring and brick walls. Brick pillars rise to the ceiling in a single row. From the doorway... It's impossible to see the edge of the room on the left-hand side. It's too dark. On the right-hand side of the room, the brick wall has several large, high-placed windows that show only darkness outside. But what little light there is in the room does come from the windows. The far side of the room directly ahead of you also fades into darkness. So, what's there against... The wall with the with the little bit of light. I'm not seeing this creepiness. I, I had to I had to zoom in and, and now I see it and it's it's there. And you regret it? <laughs> it's the left side of the picture in the darkness. And uh, that is a great place to take our break. It's already eight fifty. What? Oh my gosh! What? In the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so let's open up the giveaway. Uh, Today, the giveaway is hunger. Hunger? That's hardly ominous. Oh, great. Cool. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, uh, everybody, if you want to enter the giveaway, and I strongly encourage everybody watching to enter the giveaway, because we got so many cool prizes, uh, type the word hunger in the chat one time. This creepiness could be yours, too. All for the low price of hunger. That's right. (laughs) The first draw in this giveaway will get a copy of The Darkest House that we are currently playing right now. So, everybody, uh, take a quick little ten-minute break. We'll be back at nine o'clock. See you soon.
We're back. I hope everybody enjoyed the new scroll. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved it. Doll room. Doll room. Doll room. Doll room. <laughs> totally not disconcerting at all. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and actually talking about the scroll, did people see uh in the original when we were when we were setting up the stream the fan art mm-hmm. that we got for Ensign Barnaby Throughput? <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. One so of Earl's good. friends yeah. drew up his character. It's feel, so cool. Feel free to draw us up fan art. No matter how bad it is, it'll probably go up. Yeah, do it. Oh. It'll absolutely go up. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, everybody in there, this is your last chance. Put Come the on. word hunger into the chat to enter the giveaway. You know you want to. You should do it. We got a banter for about 30 seconds. For the, yeah, exactly. We got a chat for, for, it, for it to catch up. So, Earl has um, the right idea. Put it in all caps. Shout it. Yeah. Shout go. it, chat. There hunger. Give me that prize. Also hungry. Uh, yes. Earl, oh. you are eligible. The only people not eligible are the game master and the players. I don't think uh, Pandoyas went through. Um, no, let me... Raya. Sometimes it doesn't uh, update... Ooh, that's not what everybody wants to see. They don't want to see Moobot. Um, sometimes it doesn't quite, like, just do the, the update in the text chat, but mm. it still goes in. Okay. Um, as long as there's eight entries, then we're... I got your back, Pandoria. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let me double check. No, opened giveaway... No, where's where's giveaway? Yeah, that's the heartbeat. Um, so let's talk once again. The super cool things. Everybody who wins gets a ten dollar gift card to Modiphius. Yeah. First person's draw is gonna get a copy of the Darkest House, which we're playing right now. Wow. Um, second person's draw is gonna get a twenty five dollar gift card to Monty Cook Games. Wow, wow. And the third draw is gonna get. Yeah, that's right. One month to Roll Twenty uh, Pros membership. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Commands, features, Moobot. Where's your stuff? It it says everything is okay. Um, I wonder if I can see it in giveaways down here. Draw, reset, close. Okay. Moobot rocks the Moobot. Moobot What does it rock? The Moobot. The Moobot. Okay. Well, it is 9.03. We're going to close this giveaway and see what happens. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Close. Close with eight total entries. Here we go. First draw. First draw is for the Darkest House so that you, too, can bring your players through this terrifying thing from the minds of Monty Cook Games. The winner is Where's My Cow? Congratulations, Where's My Cow? I hope you find your cow. Yeah, I really (laughs) hope you find your cow. You're getting a copy. Mm -hmm. Is there a cow in the walls? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So, yeah, there will be... um, uh, We will get you a code for uh, The Darkest House. 
and uh, $10 to the Monty Cook Games web store. Let me just do this one. Prize number one to Where's My Cow. All right. Here we go. Drawing for the second prize, Pandoya! <laughs> Yay! Congratulations, Pandoya. You are getting the $25 gift card to Monty Cook Games. Which, hey, if you're sad that you missed out on The Darkest House, that just means you're only $20 away. 45 So you can pick that up. All right, look on card. the bright side. There you go. And remember, also $10 to Modifius in case you want to pick up some Star Trek stuff. That blood chalice is half full. That's right. Last draw of the night. Churlin! Yeah, good job. Congratulations, Kajorlian. <laughs> Definitely pronounced Kajorlian. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> All right. And uh, that final is one month of uh, pro membership to Roll20, as well as a $10 gift card to Modifius Entertainment. Okay. It's that creaky door again. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look who's in the chat. Hello, the real ice cream dice. <laughs> Did you hide ice cream dice in the walls? That's excellent. I want that house. That would be dope. <laughs> you could make that house. I should get my ice cream dice. Yeah, ice cream dice are rad. I had ice cream for supper because it's my birthday. <laughs> it's Legit. my birthday. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, before we left our characters, uh, uh, Davor, Tana Sul, Misra Bars, Agala, Joya, all were um, uh, sent, well, asked to go to uh, Holodeck 3, which was out of order um, by some engineers who were having trouble shutting it down. Uh, you entered, and the arch behind you disappeared. The door wouldn't open. The computer wouldn't give you a pad. The windows are unbreakable, and you can't seem to leave. The computer also started giggling at us, so, you know. Oh, yeah, that was the worst. It's fantastic. Uh, the living room was full of strange artifacts from ancient Earth culture. I mean, only 200 years ago, but sure, it's ancient. Um, there was a hallway that was just darkness and then into this room, which let's go to the big feature screen. Once again, this huge room uh, with wooden flooring and brick walls, brick pillars rise to the ceiling in a single row from the doorway. It's impossible to see the edge of the room on the left. It's impossible to see the edge of the room directly ahead of you. The only light comes dimly filtered through the right-hand side. These windows um, evenly, perfectly spaced uh, about 10 feet up on the wall. I'd like to do my announcement again. Yeah. Uh, hello, Starfleet officers here. Is there anybody in this room? Can we assist you? No response. All right, looks like we're clear. Keep those phasers out. Stick to the light and stay together. 
Yeah, I stay over yeah. near the windows. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a stick with, follow, with follow these the roads. window wall. I'm a stick with you. All right, you move forward and, uh, yeah, staying by the windowed walls, moving forward, in. The room seems to just continue onwards. As you move forward, the darkness sort of gives way to the lights on the right-hand side, and there's another pillar and another window, and another pillar and another window. And it just continues and continues. Okay, I have an idea. Does anyone have rope? No one has rope. We could make, like, a human chain. (laughs) And, like, I'm happy to go into the darkness and see if I can find another wall. Um, but I'd love, you know, like to hold hands, make a human chain or something, just so I don't lose you all. It does seem like it wants us to go into the darkness. Uh, Before we sacrifice uh, a part-time security officer, maybe (laughs) we could look around uh, on the floor. Like, is there like uh, pebbles or anything that we could just throw into the darkness? Just, you know. Creepy note sitting by my feet. No, no notes, but um, anybody can do uh, a roll to sort of look around. You probably only want one or two people to really look. Uh, the difficulty, we'll call it a, a three. So you basically need to get a, uh, a 10 or higher on your 2d6. And remember when you're rolling, you want 2d6 and then a third d6 that counts as the house die. So... Anybody who wants to search for anything on the floor, you can go ahead and roll. And what attributes discipline would that be? Um, what what would that be? Sorry. Sorry, which attributes and disciplines? So you need to pull up your darkest house character sheet, not the Star Oops. Trek one. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll try one out. Okay. I don't think I have anything that would help, but if. Um, since I'm using my flashlight to look around anyway, and, uh, Jana's occupied with phasers, I will look around too. So I rolled exactly 10, but I got a, uh, I got a six and a two on my dice and a four on the house deck. Okay. Don't forget to add your overall rating. I did. I got eight on the dice plus two. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. So, um, you succeed. You're going to find something, but because your house die rolled a four and one of your regular dice rolled a two, the house acts. Oh, dear. Like Macbeth? In the distance, off in the left, you can hear the sudden creak of floorboards as something heavy steps. I pull up my phaser. Yeah. (laughs) There's a pause, and then another heavy footfall. As wooden floorboards underneath the foot, like, press away from the weight. The second footfall was closer towards you. 
I'm, I'm really not looking forward to seeing what happens with my role. There was not a third footstep. That's fine. So it has two feet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi! We're Star Wars officers. Are you in distress? Can we help you? Star Wars. <laughs> Oops, Star Trek. Uh, that's a different holodeck program. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Yikes. Alex, um, Misra is looking around and notices that there is um, underneath one of the pillars there is a an area of the floor that looks like it's been pried up a little bit. I will investigate. Um, and Sierra, I'm going to come back to you. But as you go to investigate this and you look backwards, um, you can't see. You can't see the door. Just backwards, there is uh, about a half dozen pillars, windows, and then darkness. I knew I should have gotten another drink instead. And so, Sierra, what did you get for uh, your roll? So, I got a, a five and a one, and then the house die was a five. Okay, so that's all right. The house only acts when you succeed. Okay. So, because you got the five and a one, and then your rating is two, you got an eight, you're fine. The house reacts to your success. The house is a moody jerk. <laughs> okay, so uh, Alex, you've seen these sort of pried up floorboards. Um, do you want to go and investigate them a little bit closer? Yes, I would like to pry them up further. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you pull them back and look down. Um, there's sort of like an area that opens up that's about a foot across. Uh, it reveals a lower sort of wooden subfloor. Uh, it looks like there's a pathway down over here. It's only about a it's only about a foot. It's it's pretty oh. pretty small. Not like an area to get through. Oh, okay. Sorry, I slightly misunderstood. Um, well, it looks like there's yeah, there's something down. There's a downstairs somewhere. Mitra, reach your hand in the hole. That sounds like an awful idea. Probably something in it. I will uh, look down the hole. Um, not... You're going to stick your head in there? And not... <laughs> I'm not going to stick my head in the hole, but I'm going to observe from above. You look down and you hear ticking. Like a clock, but moving just a little bit too fast. Like tick, tick. Oh, that was just creepy you doing it. I hate that. Is it a bomb? <laughs> I know that's all I was thinking of. It's a, it's a, it's a. Can I do does it, it? Does the ticking sound like it's getting closer, or is it just stationary? Uh, it's just stationary. Just quiet ticking. It seems to be coming from beneath the uh, the wooden subfloor. Hmm. This feels like a telltale clue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I don't know what more to do with that, and I'm afraid to stick my head in further. I, uh, oh boy, I will stick my arm in there and try to find something that's ticking and pull it out of the mysterious hole in this awful, awful room that we're in. Okay. I'd just be very Nothing proud of you bad. and be like, man, that's why Lieutenant Danvor is the best. Nothing bad will occur. Uh, Chumak, still still Lieutenant Commander Chumak, but okay, thanks, Joy. Soon to be Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Davor reaches his arm inwards and sort of feels around. It's very, like, dusty and grimy. Uh, you can you don't feel anything that might be giving off a ticking sound, but you can feel that the, the subfloor is a little bit loose. And if you pull hard, you'll probably be able to tear up another board. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. You crank it open and underneath there's a dirt sort of tunnel about just wide enough for an arm. And it goes down about six inches and then sort of dog legs away. Oh, well, that's perfect. I got two arms. One, <laughs> I have one in reserve, just in case things go horribly awry. All right. So you reach down, stick your arm in. It's surprisingly cold underneath. Ooh. I think this place forward. has air conditioning, guys. <laughs> you reach forward. Your shoulder is basically down to the floor now. Reach, reach. And you feel something cold, metallic. You grab it, okay. pull it out, and you find an old, ornate pewter mantle style clock with two clock faces, each showing a different time. Ooh. Excellent. Can I tell time? <laughs> it's not digital. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> Clock, tell anyone, me the time. Anyone learned analog? <laughs> I mean, probably. Oh, I might maybe know something. Uh, I'm an engineer. We've got a science officer. Like, Yeah, I probably know something. Can anybody yeah. read these clock faces? Um. Yeah, I mean, the... The left one says, you know, 3 o'clock, a.m. or p.m. You don't know. Uh, the right one says 10.30. Okay. And is there like a second hand that's that's moving? No, the ticking seems to be coming from just within the clock. Just the gears. Okay, Ooh, sorry, that was 3 o'clock and 10.30. Uh, 3 o'clock and 10.30. What was that, Jen? Lieutenant, does the clock open? Can... I mean, if I hit it hard enough, sure. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll look to see if there's, like, a door or something. Or... <laughs> Pass me the clock. I can reverse engineer it. Oh, yeah, I'll hand it to the engineer. I don't know why I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you look at it, and it seems to be just a standard clock, but you don't see any um, panels or anything to open it. Uh, you would probably need some very, very fine tools to try and open it without breaking it. Also, should make sure to check the uh, Roll20 chat log, just in case. What? Wait, what? What? I don't, I don't see anything. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You might not. Oh! 
Oh. oh. Okay. Um. Am I the only one? <laughs> Someone's special. Did Not anybody all hear of that? Us. Did anybody hear that? Nope. No. Nope. What'd you hear? I heard ticking. Giggling. Laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> no. In the Are darkness. they in the walls? In in the darkness. Everything is darkness right now. Tana, are you sure? I know you've been really nervous. Can you direct us? Like, here, I'll walk with you. Show me where. Um. As soon as you start heading in that sort of direction, everybody hears (laughs) coming in a completely different direction. Heard it that time. Hi, we're Starfleet officers. We're here to assist you. Is there any way we can help? Are you stuck in a wall? <laughs> there's no response. Oh, there's a door. Hello? Oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> nope and out of here. Uh, <laughs> she found the nope button. Yep. Oh, Discord is... Uh... <laughs> Can I roll to read deeper thoughts to see if there are any thoughts coming from the giggling source? Absolutely. Um, So go ahead and roll uh, 2d6, add your rating. Uh, Do you have... Oh, you have it under your... um, Special abilities. Yeah, so you just have the ability to read nearby thoughts. It doesn't actually change mechanics, it just allows you to do it. Yeah, it says I can roll, but it doesn't give me any bonuses to the roll. Exactly. Yeah, all right. I really hope you don't read a hologram's thoughts. Uh, so I got a six on my two dice and a two with my house dice. Okay, so you add your rating to your dice. So that's an eight, which um, you don't sense anything. Well, good news. I mean, I'm not sensing any feeling so it probably is just the holograms not that's real children funny. okay that's actually makes me feel a lot better yeah that, that is better uh, a quick question is i'm not familiar with uh you know beta zeds uh too much can you sense uh feelings from ghosts um, generally haven't really tried i did feel emotions from people who were literally phased out of our phase so ghosts are fairly similar okay uh i will accept that uh (laughs) well you know i i I think we can't just uh stand around and uh i think we need to take some action and if someone wants to figure out the three and the 10 30 that would be cool otherwise i just want to walk into the darkness and go find a way out of here. Can I make some sort of roll to see if I can find a clue in this 3 and 10.30? Um, sure. Um, I mean, you could you could try and roll just like just trying to get a clue or a hint based on that, or you could just try fiddling with the um, with the uh, with the hands, they are like oh. manipulatable. 
there there isn't like a glass over them. You can actually set the time on these. They're open. Oh, oh. Should we try to match up the time? Yes. That's a good idea. What? Sure. Let's well, do that. <laughs> which which right. time do we want to match it to? Three is usually an important number in different Earth mythologies. Very true. Well, let's do that. Yeah. So you set both clocks to three o'clock. At which point, a dozen blood red eyes appear <laughs> and swarm around the clock. Change the time back. Change the time back. Spinning around. Wait, so they're just floating red eyes? Oh, they're just. Yeah, could um could I please have Tanasul make a defense roll as they fly towards her? No, but I don't wanna. Okay. Okay. So defense roll. You're basically, however, you're trying to dodge or whatnot. You're going to roll two d six plus the house die, although you don't yeah. add that to your roll. And then you're going to add your rating. If you have a rating for like dodging, running, yada yada yada. You might have that. Uh, they don't look like they're very hard to dodge. You only need to get an eight or higher. Okay. I will roll. Oh, gosh. Let's see what I got. Okay. So I, I add up the total, right? Uh, the total of your regular dice. Ignore the house die for now. Okay. The regular dice, I got an eight. An eight. That is a success. You dodge quickly to the side, and uh, the eyes fly past you. Um, did the house die roll higher than either of your other dice? It tied. I got a six on the house die, but I also got a six on one of mine. Okay, so let's see. Um, let me just double check. Oh, it, it would have that six on the house die would have been higher than like a two, right, or whatever oh, your other yeah. die was. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, the yeah. There's the logic, David, with the math. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, team. <laughs> I no, that's made good. I wasn't roll. thinking. I was like, we're tied. And, <laughs> and so the house acts. Yeah. But the house hates us. Nothing. The house is just a happens. No, okay, no. That's ominous. This is good news. Fly past you, and they sort of swirl around in this in this uh, like school of fish like move, and they come back towards uh, Misra, but they disappear just before they get to her. I definitely shriek and like duck behind my med kit. <laughs> oh no! That that seems like a perfectly reasonable response. Definitely. Okay, so not three. Uh, do we want to try and make them both 10.30, or do we want to just not? Uh, I don't know. Let's make them both seven. Yeah, seven is a... For seven forward. Okay. Maybe they'll take us to the bar. Also, seven's a lucky number. Yeah, seven's like a super religious number in a lot of places. But let's try seven. Okay, I 
We'll, we'll do, do you that. want me to do it? Do you want someone else to do it? Um, no, that's okay. I can do it. I don't want anybody getting hurt. I'll, I'll okay. change them both to seven. You change them both to seven. Oh, gosh. Once again, there's a little bit of a pause, and then these eyes appear. This time, they're shrieking. No apparent mouths, but the sound comes just as they fly towards you. Please try to dodge again. Okay, we gotta stop messing with this. I didn't dodge. And the house got higher. I got a six total, and the house got higher than both of my dice. Luckily, the house does not act if you failed. Oh, okay. However, however, um, this is an interesting rule that you can do. You can always consciously or subconsciously call on the house for help. So you can choose to add the house die into your roll, but there are consequences. If you do that, the house immediately acts and you gain what is called a doom. Oh, mm, that sounds great. <clears throat> is doom better or worse than whatever these eyes are doing? That's what I don't know. Okay, so what doom does, um, it is a cumulative sort of negative effect on your character that shows uh, your psyche starting to fray. Uh, it gets worse and worse the more doom you have. Okay. Um, but you can also choose to spend a doom, and then things get really bad. It goes away, but the house gets some extra stuff. Okay. Um, I feel like taking a doom seems about right right now for how my character feels. <laughs> okay. So you just like, they're coming to you and you reach out to, you don't even know what, just something needs to help you. Right? Yeah. I guess I am kind of Oh, oh, I have my faith in the prophets, but hmm. so I'm like maybe I'm trying to call out to them, but I don't know. I really. So would you say that your yeah your faith in the prophets? It's kind of like a core ideal for you, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it guides my actions. So that would make sense if I reach out and then I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of like desperately reaching for something, and I go to the house subconsciously. I don't know. Absolutely. Okay, so when you add the house die in, what's your final total? Uh, The total is then 12. Okay, so you easily succeed. You dodge out of the way, and uh, you will gain one doom. So I'm just going to go to your token. I'm just going to put a little skull right there. Oh, you know, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no problem with a skull. Totally cool. Totally fine. So you That's can really add one, one doom to your character sheet and the yeah. house acts. Cool. Sierra, there's a demon behind you. Kitty. There usually is. 
<laughs> As um, you dodge out of the way, there's a sudden cold wind that blows through from the um, from the left side of the room, the dark area. It ruffles everybody's hair and uh, like pushes your clothes back, and the light from your tricorders dims and doesn't come back up. Ooh. Oh no. Well, I I felt that gust of wind come from over there, and my survival instincts tell me that there must be a way out in that direction. Wind means something's open. Yeah. That's very logical. Let's go to the definitely not at all creepy wind that's just caressing us. Only this wasn't a haunted house. Totally. Hey, Tana, can I see the clock? No. <laughs> just, just don't touch um, the numbers. What are you going to do with the clock? I'm going to try 1030. And then we can follow the guest. But I mean, like, we can't leave any stone unturned. I mean, how many... There's so many combinations that we can try on the clock. We could just sit here and play with the clock the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I'm game for that, too. I just... Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe 1030 because it was the other time. Okay. And you've tried to set the clocks to the same times. You haven't tried different times or... We could flip-flop them. Yeah. 10.30 and then 3. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. But, but Tana, I think you've done your fair share of, of clock turning. I'm happy to take a turn. Are you sure? I don't want oh, to... Oh, yeah. Part of my job. And I mean, Mizra will take care of me if I get hurt. Absolutely. Okay. That's why I made her come. Oh! Danvers gone. Oh. That or. I'm just I'm just standing at the edge of the darkness, staring at where I think the where I felt the wind come from. Mm-hmm. Um peering into the void. <laughs> void wants chicken. I've handed the clock over, so and I'm going tickety tick tick. So uh from right there Davor can see um just darkness ahead of him. And uh, Joya goes and switches the time, so you're going to do 10.30 10 on the 30. other, 3 on the other? Yep. A small black doorway appears between the two faces of the clock. Whoa! There's a tiny door, everyone! In the clock! <laughs> Hello? We're Starfleet officers! <laughs> Do you need assistance? There doesn't appear to be anybody on the other side of the door. I'm going to stick my finger in that door. The clock drops to the floor as Joya disappears. I was joking about Alice in Wonderland, but... uh, Uh, Okay, Uh, okay, I'm using my comms to try to contact Joya to find out where she is. Uh, You tap the comm badge. And uh, Joya responds, yes? Uh, okay, where are you? <laughs> I went through the clock. 
Everything's fine. Oh. Uh, you should come Describe your surroundings to me. <laughs> oh, I'm just in a hallway. There's some doors the at the end. Ship? No, I'm still in the holodeck program, but there's no doorway to get back. Okay, so you're in a room with no doors? A hallway with no doors? No, there's there's a couple of doors at the end, but I I just showed up here. Like I didn't step through a door. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um Seems do me a favor and go to the closest door and open it. And tell me what you see. Aye, sir. You should probably come through the clock. I'm going to need backup. Why do you need backup? I'm alone. We shouldn't go alone. Ah, yep. That's true. That is very true. We should be sticking together here. Um, But you know what, Joye? Um, You are a Starfleet security... (laughs) personnel you're highly trained you're highly motivated and i want you to know that i have nothing but uh the most utmost respect for your abilities and uh and i know that you can handle this on your own for now if you have any problems though what i want you to do is just you know hit the little com badge and uh and let me know and then we can uh sort of discuss our options at that point you know, um, Davor, Lieutenant Commander Chumak. I always thought of you as one of the best bosses I just, I've I, ever had. I hit my comms badge again and cut it off. It's definitely not Joye. She's never called me by my last name ever. She also called you Sir at one point, and that seemed. Oh yeah, that's true. I just sort of expect to hear <laughs> that from people. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm thinking we need to go in. She's in trouble. Nope. No. Okay, nobody touch the clock anymore. <laughs> I am I am Welcome Joy. <laughs> I don't know. In the clock. Leave we're, her. we're taking no Joy is I'm almost certain inside this clock. <laughs> so we are taking the clock with us. <laughs> oh Anyone no. have like a rag or something we can wrap around the clock? Clock so that we don't accidentally touch the door. <laughs> uh, I think to be on the safe side, maybe we should just set the times back to the original times. But so, what if that traps her in there forever? So You're right. Misra, Misra is asking about wrapping something around the clock so that you don't accidentally go through the door, right? Yeah. Misra disappears. But. Uh, but... Oh, no, 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 no. This, this reminds me of a story that I heard from Deep Space Nine, where people got sucked into a board game. Um... Third shot! <laughs> Move along uh, home. I, I tap my comm badge. Lieutenant Commander Nobuck to engineering. Um, You... Don't get a response. Tap again. Lieutenant Commander Nobug to security. Security? 
Are you monitoring our life signs? Yep, you're looking clear. All of us? Um, yes. Is there a problem? Can you pinpoint where on this holodeck all of these life signs are? Uh, checking. Uh, you're all on the holodeck. How many life signs do they see? Uh, we see five life signs. And are we all near each other? Uh, yes. Yes, Lieutenant Commander. Nobody seems far away from two of them. <laughs> Don't seem far away. There's what not like two distinct groups, is what I'm asking. <laughs> no, everything looks clear and fine. Okay. 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 Putting my finger in the clock. No! Yeah! <laughs> and Tana just Welcome to the clock. <laughs> I, I turn to Davor. Well, I think we have no choice but to follow them. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly. We don't know where they're going. <laughs> we also don't know where that breeze is going. And I'd really rather stick together. Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> well, you know that there's a hallway with doors, possibly. <laughs> I don't know that, because I don't think I was talking to Joy. I am that, pretty sure that I was being lied to. <laughs> that narrator was totally trustworthy. <laughs> Girl, y'all know we're in the doll room. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm definitely not going. Yeah. <laughs> Stop resisting the horror. <laughs> no, you have to know that that was not Joye who was talking to us. You have to know that. I do know that. Anna knows that, but she thinks that there's something worse going on with Joye now and wants to save her, so she went in. <laughs> Our chief medical officer is through there. Wherever Put there is. Put your finger Ooh. in the door. Put your finger in the door. As Agala says, our chief medical officer is through there she disappears oh no 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 <laughs> doesn't even have to put the finger through the door <laughs> we just thought we just talked about it and oh you immediately you all oh it's I'm okay. so disappointed in all of you sorry <laughs> Devor has, like, just this moment of crushing anxiety. Okay. I am going to take a deep breath. And I'm going to run into the darkness where I felt that breeze come from. <laughs> I'm pulling out the Yushan Tor. I'm, I'm letting out an Andorian war cry of some sort. And it's go time. I am fighting the darkness now in order to save my crew okay you run off into the darkness going 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 it's just dark 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 and then you see a little bit of light and there's a line of pillars and a line of windows and a clock lying on the floor <laughs> 
they're, they're on the opposite side. You're looking oh, no. at the left wall. The clock has fallen in the exact same position. <laughs> just, just talk to the clock and let it figure it, itself out. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. I, I do not like this. Okay, I am... Um... Okay, I'm going to walk up to the clock. And, oh man, what do I do? Do I change the time? That seems like a bad idea. Everything seems like a bad idea right now. I have no good ideas. I... Okay, I'm going to pick up the clock, walk to the edge of the darkness, and throw it. Just heave it as hard as I can into the darkness. (laughs) And the clock goes... Clunk, 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 clunk. At which point, we will cut to the other characters. So we're going to start with Joya. Are we going to go tumbling? <laughs> and let's just see. Yeah, so there's no show for this room. Okay, uh, uh. and move right here. Hey, no show means it's not the doll room. <laughs> that is uh-huh. correct. Okay, and then... Silver light. Uh, you find yourself in a large sort of open room with a nondescript kind of grayish rug, oval rug on the floor. Ahead of you, oh, sorry, oval blue rug with gold embroidery lying upon a stone floor. The rug is worn and stained. Um, There is ahead of you a large set of double doors and hallways that go off to the left and right. off into darkness. Okay, I will uh, press my comm badge and go doo-doo. Uh, Lieutenant Danvor! Doo-doo, This is Lieutenant Davor. Where did you go? I'm in the clock. You're in the clock? What have yeah. you? What have you found? Uh, I think I found double doors are usually a good sign, so uh, do you want to come on in? Uh... We're going to secure the area out here, but we'll be in right away. Just make sure that it's safe. Okay. Liar! But, I mean, that's not a bad suggestion, whoever you are, so okay. (laughs) There is no further response on the comm badge. Are you talking to me, House? Hello! I am a Starfleet officer. Can I help you, House? Is there anything you need? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You said there's a rug, the like the gold and blue rug. Yep. I'm gonna flip it. Flip the rug? I'm not gonna walk on the rug. I'm gonna flip the rug. Underneath the rug is a folded piece of paper. Oh, this is Joya's first yeah. horror. Joya, <laughs> what's the paper? Uh, let's see. This is... Uh, is it this one? Sorry, let me just double check this. 
Yeah. So if you want to read that out loud for the viewers. April 7th. The bong key allowed me into the armory for the first time. I had no idea there was such a place in this house. I took a knife from there that seemed to want to leave with me. April 9th. This knife. The... What's inner knife? This what? eager knife. If you're having trouble, you can <laughs> yeah, scroll down to the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this eager knife. It wishes to kill. Uh, should I return it to the armory? I am afraid of that place, however. Something dwells there now. I can feel it. I can smell it. Like metal shavings and newly drawn blood. Whatever it is, it is like the knife. Perhaps they are one. Perhaps they should be reunited. No, they should definitely no. be reunited. And as you finish reading that, Misra appears. <gasps> Misra, you touched the clock. I didn't touch the clock. You didn't touch. How'd you get here? I don't know. I was merely suggesting we wrap the clock so that we don't end up like you accidentally while we figure out what to have to do. And then now I'm here. Well, don't bother coming out because something that's not you guys answers. Uh, But here, check out this note. Super creepy. She reads and wholeheartedly agrees. Uh, Should we check the doors? I mean... What else to do? (laughs) Jay will go check the doors. All right. Um, These sort of large double doors are very, very heavy, very thick, very stout, and they appear to be locked. You Mm. pull on them and they don't seem to open. There is a keyhole. Well, I think... made of bone. (laughs) I think, Misra... I mean, they won't just leave us here. I think if we wait long enough, like, I don't want to leave if they're going to come through, too. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, we can at least, like, oh. You Do look you make- back, and Tana, Tana Sol is standing there. Hey, Tana! Welcome to the clock! Joye, Misra, what is the chief security officer's name? Lieutenant Danvor? Devor? Okay, it's you. Oh my gosh. Oh, I called out and got somebody weird. Did you call me and get somebody weird? Mm-hmm. And that's why I jumped into the clock, because I figured there was something wrong. Is everything okay? Everything appears to be okay for now, but we're not in the same place that we were, that's for sure. Do you want to read the creepy note, or are you at your creepy quotient, Tana? Um... I I can read a note. Here's the creepy note. That is a creepy note. (laughs) Uh, uh, Misra, do you want to take bets on who comes through next? It's definitely going to be Agala. I think it's going to be Lieutenant Davor. He's so brave. Agala appears. Hi, Agala. Good. You're all in one piece. 
we'll just call that uh, two hours of hollow deck time. <laughs> uh, Agala, can you? There's like a door here that's locked. Can you engineer it open? I've never tried to pick locks with my engineering skills before. <laughs> sure. I know. Like old tumblers. How quaint, eh? Okay, no. but did you, did you show me the creepy note? I, I wasn't sure if uh, if Tana was done it yet. Oh, yes, I'm done. I I don't know if I want to open this door. I'm gonna guess that's where whatever dwells there is. The armory. Yeah, but this sounds like a really good charm for you, Paul. It does. But also, danger. And anybody notice that in two months, this this person mentally deteriorated a whole lot? Because that first note was February, and they just wanted to hang out at home. I mean, I think this house might do that to you. I mean, talking about the clock sucked me in, so... Uh, Lieutenant Commander... Uh, Tumak is not coming through if he can avoid it. Doesn't seem very Starfleety. <laughs> he wants he wants out so he can rescue you, you from safety. <laughs> uh, okay, and there's no other doors. There appear to be hallways. Okay. Has anybody looked down the hallways? Yeah. No. All right. So as you're having that discussion, we'll cut back to the boundless room. What is Davor doing now that he's thrown the clock into the darkness <laughs> back to the right-hand side? <sighs> well, I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to pick up the clock again. And I'm going to reset the time to its okay. original state. Nothing. Got to see what happens. The little door disappears. Okay. I. I guess I switch it back again. Does the door come back? Yeah, you switch it back. The door reappears. Okay. I. Uh, think uh, long and hard about my ancestors and the lessons that they taught me. And uh, I uh, open the door with my finger. Put your finger in the door and you disappear and the clock falls to the ground. At which point we cut back into this room. I was so tempted just to smash the whole thing. <laughs> Davor appears. Bloop. <gasps> Lieutenant Davor, you made it. Uh, yep. Are you guys okay in here? Uh, I did throw this thing across uh two rooms, kinda. It's a little hard to explain. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any effect in here. No. Somehow that's worse than if it did. <laughs> 
We were just trying to decide whether we should go into this creepy armory, here, read this note, or down the halls. Uh, do we have a key to this armory? I was going to try and pick the lock. Have we tried just kicking it? Uh, it seemed pretty heavy, sir. It was definitely made to contain something. Like, is it keeping us out or something in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I brought that on myself. <laughs> Did you, you read can the note? Attempt? Oh, yeah. I have read the note, yes. So I'm guessing it's containing um, weapons, sir. Well, we have weapons, don't we? I have an Ushan Tor and a phaser. You have two phasers. I do. I have a phaser in my fists. And my mitts. <laughs> Um, do you attempt to unlock the door? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and unlock the door. Alright, um, what is your rating for unlocking? Um, would I... Yeah. Unless I could use my reverse engineering or my survival on it. It is unfortunately impossible. You yep. you work on it, and uh, it cannot be opened except with a key. At we point, we need a key. After no spending a key. after spending a minute or two working on this, and Agala uh, determines this is impossible. I can't open it. The house around you begins to move and writhe. The floors rise up. The walls move, and then the arch appears. The exit to the holodeck on the wall. We did it! The house moves <laughs> and squishes and squeezes you towards the holodeck doors. You feel yourselves being pushed and shoved out into the USS Artemis. Everybody gets one doom. No! <laughs> but that's the end of the session for tonight. Oh... <laughs> We didn't fix a thing. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Nobug to engineering. Uh, Lieutenant Commander, um, did you enter the holodeck? We we did. It it got weird. It it tends to do that. We tried to stay only in the living room, but um, uh, everything seems fine from here. We're gonna leave the out of order side up for now. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, uh, possibly also post some security to not, to make sure no one goes in there. Aye, sir. Okay. Uh, everybody, that was our first session of The Darkest House. Yay! Thank you! I'm so sweaty. I was so stressed <laughs> out. Oh. About that stupid clock and the stupid door and my stupid finger. I just... <laughs> Why does being spit out of the house feel somehow, like, worse? <laughs> I, I feel like why. a failure. Right? We've added it solve anything. <laughs> the house hates us for real. <laughs> it's and... judging us. Where's my... Oh, um, so... As you all sort of, like, go off to your various quarters and whatnot for the night, um... Everybody just has terrible 
horrible formless nightmares. Cool. Do they laughing child? Do they what? Do they feature a laughing child? <laughs> uh, they feature whatever uh, your character would have nightmares about. Yep. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> nothing super specific yet. So, oh, as a yes. reminder, the darkest house is an option. So we have six more sessions of Shadows and Starlight. And the players choose where we go. So when we set up our next game, which reminder is going to be in two weeks, we are taking next Wednesday. Excuse me, next Wednesday off. Uh, the next game will be August 11th. Um, whatever group of players signs up for that day, they choose what we do. Whether they investigate further in Holodeck Three, or they do something um, more standard on uh, a Star Trek Adventures game. I mean, oh. aren't, aren't holodeck nightmares the most standard of Star Trek? I mean, that's pretty, like half pretty the, true. It's half of next gen. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Is there anything else I need to say? Um, subscribe to the channel. Come back in two weeks for uh, more awesome games and whatnot. And of win course, prizes. Go, yeah, win prizes. And go to uh, bit.ly slash 3L1V9Q0. It's going to be on the credits. Uh, to <laughs> make sure to vote for which Starfleet... Um, not all of them are officers. Which Starfleet character uh, would make the best Game Master? And then uh, Starfleet... Or Starfleet. Star Trek Adventures Project Manager Jim Johnson and I are going to go through a bracket to determine who actually wins out in the end. We're narrowing it down with your help to 12 and then running through the bracket while I interview him on the podcast. That's so cool. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming out. Thank you, players, for playing. Um, thank you, Modifius and Monty Cook Games for donating uh, giveaways, Roll20 for donating giveaways, and Roll20 for sponsoring. Thank you! Thanks! Ooh. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Massive Damage Adventures. We do a different one shot every month, and I hope you check out our next one. Please rate and subscribe, and follow us on Twitter at SkyHammerK and on Instagram at SkyHammerPress. <laughs>